Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me the hell, yeah! Hey, this is Zayda Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spurrier. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Zina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romoran, and Chino Liao with another audio-only episode in time for the Royal Rumble Premium Live Event, one of my favorite times of the year. And I'm sure I'm not the only one uh, who really loves this time of year. But Royal Rumble has so many surprises, so many big moments, and I think it's only right that we talk about our favorite Rumble moments. Yeah, everybody loves the Royal Rumble. Uh, one of the best events of the year. I say it is, you know, really unique to wrestling. I don't think anyone, well, at, other companies do have it, but not in the scale of WWE. So a lot of people are excited for this one. Yeah, the Rumble is one of my favorite events of the year. Dare I say, I look forward to it more than WrestleMania. I say, the amount of humanity that that ring can occupy in, in one match is just amazing. And the spots that they're able to pull off are just incredible and very memorable. topic for this week. So can't wait to talk about it. I'm sure like we discussed off air, overlaps and I'm sure that you guys listening to this right now will have your own thoughts as well. Right? Yeah, uh, I think based on this list, um, new local Philippine scene have actually seen a lot of these moments uh, live at Skinny Mike's back in the good old days when we used to go over there and make our pilgrimage to BGC on a Monday morning for these viewing parties. Uh, if you look online on YouTube, there's this guy who actually has compiled the mga reactions natin in the moments. So they're not hard to find and it's nice to look back on these times when we could just flock to a sports bar and really celebrate our favorite Rumble moments. But because uh, Omicron mania is running wild, uh, we're going to have to do our best with yung mga at-home moments. Natin, diba? You've got the WWE Network. Um, you can watch the Royal Rumble Premium Live event there. If you want to check out Tagalog Audio, please do. We'd really love it if you could uh, listen to the show and give us your thoughts on the way that Carlo Pamituan and I call it. Uh, but if you want to catch it with the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community, pwede rin naman by signing up to be part of our uh, patron group. Yeah, that's right. All you got to do is subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. 
for as low as 250 pesos a month, you get yun, yeah, yung access to the watch party with us. Uh, you also get uh, exclusive review content. You also get merch pasabay. So uh, all that good stuff. Plus, plus our own exclusive merch. So maraming goodies and all uh, just by being part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon. Just ask the others who have been uh, pretty vocal about their uh, happiness about being part of the group. Speaking of merch, uh, right before we hit record, we actually uh, agreed on some of the colors for our new Wrestling Wrestling Podcast shirt. So, Shampoo and patrons, they get first dibs on that. So, you're going to see that in the next few weeks. In the meantime, though, let's get to our audio-only episode where we tell you the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast's favorite Royal Rumble moments in no particular order. So, we have 11 items on the list. Let's let China take first dibs here. So one of the first things that stuck out to me when it came to the Royal Rumble wasn't necessarily a good memory for the Royal Rumble, but a memorable memory nonetheless. It was Beth Phoenix eliminating the great Kali. Uh, and, With a and kiss, that, uh, that one Royal Rumble. Uh, Ro mentioned it. Now she was able to eliminate the Punjabi nightmare with a kiss, which yeah. is so... So misogynistic. Because the past three guys, middle, handle niya literally, diba? Pero pagdating kay Great Kali, kailangan ng sexual wiles. So it's just, it does, I don't know if the WWE is actually proud with that moment, but it's a moment that stuck out nonetheless. Yeah, that's from the 2010 Rumble, which is actually one of the more memorable Royal Rumbles. Um, overall positive, like the way people look look back at the 2010 Rumble is positive. But yeah, that Beth Phoenix and Great Kali moment was from that match. Yeah, I, I don't know about misogynistic because it's pretty clever. I, I I don't know if it is problematic. I can't tell. I probably would have to ask a woman, but um, it is pretty memorable because very few, as you guys know, very few women have entered the men's Royal Rumble back when it was only the men's Royal Rumble. So uh, it goes to show how highly they were thinking of Beth at this time and how big of a deal she was. Yeah, because before this, she was able to eliminate or outlast at least about three other guys, if I'm not mistaken. At least at least three other guys. And then when the great Kali made his way down to Chepe, may obvious mismatch there. My my only point of concern was that Beth Phoenix wasn't always known to be a, a diva's diva, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, for her to rely on, on a kiss was just a little... Ah, that's fair. Diva. That's fair. So, uh, so that's just why I say... It's a little, a, a little um, suspect going on. Sure, I see why you'd say that. Let me throw out one of my favorite Rumble moments. I'm going to fast forward to the 2018 Royal Rumble, uh, the Women's Rumble, where the female legends all came out to be part of the match. And I remember at the time when we were talking about the Women's Rumble making its debut, hindi natin alam how they were going to fill up the 30 spots. And a lot of us were assuming na mga NXT stars ito. But no, they trotted out Lita, Trish Stratus, Tori Wilson, Michelle McCool, Molly Holly. And um, at that time at Skinny Mike's, I found myself really welling up seeing all these uh, women's wrestlers from back in the day when we were coming up into our fandom. Na, you know, they finally got to have their Rumble moment. And as Simon Miller likes to say, it gave me a warm and fuzzy feeling in my tum-tum. Yeah, um, it was a really good use of the Women's Rumble match na syempre, itong mga legends na to, hindi nila naabutan yung pagkakataon na magkaroon ng Rumble na sarili nila. So, uh, it's really good that they got that chance and they weren't, you know, debilitated to not get that chance. So, uh, 
now that it is being used more commonly though, Medjano Water Down, I would have to admit, Medjano Water Down yung impact niya. But back then, yeah, it was a big deal to see them again and to see them be part of the first Women's Royal Rumble match. Yeah, especially if you consider that all these legends, if you will, laid uh, the pavement down for, for the current women's revolution that we're in right now, right? Because of wrestlers like Michelle McCool, like Trisha Lita, we now have stars like Sasha and, and Bailey and Becky Lynch competing in the Rumble, right? So they included them in that very first women's Rumble match. Yeah, um, shout out to Lita who uh, came out at number five in that rumble. Tapos uh, on her arm, nakasulat pa yung names of the women who could not be part of that rumble, uh, namely China, Luna Vachon, you know, yung mga women's wrestlers from uh, the earlier eras who'd already passed away. Diba? I think Mula and Mae Young, who, who have also since passed away, diba? uh, were also on, on Lita's arm. So it was a great way of really paying tribute to the women's wrestlers of, of the uh, past eras. Let's go to Ro here for uh, your favorite Rumble moments. Yeah, Chino started out with the 2010 Rumble, so I'm going to go back to the 2010 Rumble. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Rumble match. So CM Punk started the match, and then he just started eliminating people as they were, as they went along, and started cutting a promo. He was cutting a sermon because uh, a straight edge savior pa and it was just really really strong and you can tell that they also thought of him pretty highly by giving him that kind of a monster run to open the match so that was pretty fun yeah uh, I rewatched the 2010 Rumble a couple of years ago because I uh, part of wrestling blind spot ko eh. so I kind of missed the whole straight edge savior run ni CM Punk and I was pretty impressed that uh, he had all that promo time within the Royal Rumble like uh, just the, the cardio I guess but to to actually wrestle and then cut a promo uh, all within the span of what 10-15 minutes however long that little run was sobrang galing sobrang impressive uh, looking back at it well to be fair he was tossing out guys really quickly so that didn't really take that much of a toll on his body. <laughs> yeah, I remember this barely, but I remember it distinctly because of the fact that he was cutting a promo. I mean, nobody's ever even thought that alone tried to cut a promo in the middle of a essentially a battle royale, right? over the top rope battle royale. So your know, physical conditioning more and the wits you have to have in order to cut a promo live on the spot just speaks volumes about CM Punk's talent. Yeah, good stuff. One of the mini chapters of that epic 2010 Royal Rumble. Let's go back to Chino here. Uh, what's on your list? I like it whenever I see creative ways to prevent elimination. And we're going to talk about this multiple times as we move on in the pod. But for my pick, I'm going back to one of the original guys to do it, Mr. John Morrison, when he first broke out his parkour skills to prevent from being eliminated from the Rumble. I'm not going to give out the years because I don't maalala. But I think this was this year where he catwalked onto the barricade to, to stop himself from, from his feet touching the floor. So it's a, it's a cool parkour. It's 2011. So, 2011. Yeah. Okay, so the year after. It's a cool parkour move that I never thought I'd see in wrestling because you know, it, just, it, it didn't really connect for me. But when I saw it and he started doing all of those flips, I'm like, man, that, that was something. That was memorable for me. 
I don't know kung dun talaga nagsimula because yeah, I, I do distinctly remember yung nagpaka-Spider-Man muna siya, yung he hung on the barricade before yun, that oh, walking. Yun, yeah, yun, yun yung sinasabi ko. That's how yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same one. Yeah, 2011. Uh, um, I think at that point, as a wrestling fan, automatic na na parang, oh, he got tossed out of the ring. Yun na, tapos na, di ba? GG oh. na. And then, wait, his feet haven't touched the floor. And then from then on, it really spawned so many moments, uh, you know, others which we'll talk about later on in the list. But anything else on this particular uh, parkour spot from Jomo? Yeah, it was. I know it started a new trend because I don't think I've ever seen other people, you know, saving themselves from elimination on the outside. So, um, the only problem I have with these spots is walamashadong payoff. Like you do it for the pop, and then you still get eliminated anyway. So it doesn't. It hasn't really meant that much yet. I've never seen a guy do it and then go on to win, diba? So, major, it it kind of falls flat on its face there, but. It doesn't make it any less impressive, though. Considering back in the day when HBK would just pull himself by the ropes, right? mind blowing when he did when he flip over and just pull himself uh, by his arms back into the ring. And then these guys, John Morrison, Kofi Kingston, who we'll talk about later, started doing it differently. And then even si Trinity started doing her own thing, right? So, parang. See Naomi pala. Sorry. Naomi. Oh, close kayo. First name basis tayo. Oh, first name. Shoot names kami ni Trinity from Total Divas. Si Naomi <laughs> doing her own thing. So parang sobrang ibang level na nung escapism involved with, with wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it's always been suspension of disbelief, but that's what the entire art has been founded on. But, you know, I, I, I still love it. I still pop for it. Yeah. Um, on that note, let's move on to one of Rose's picks, which is Kofi Kingston's handstand save. Yeah, of course. into that. So my particular favorite save from the outside is the Kofi Kingston handstand thing. Because Kofi has done a lot of these things. He's also done his own kind of parkour. But there is nothing more impressive than actually doing a handstand walk all the way uh, for a few yards all the way to the ring steps and uh, saving yourself and getting back into the ring. Because that could have gone so, so wrong. Like they could have done the handstand and then Kofi could have uh, just fallen on his face there and got eliminated anyway. So it's a testament to young physical conditioning, the Mao wrestlers and how good they really are, how strong they really are. Uh, much of the same sentiments then as with Chino's pick of John Morrison, but really, really impressive. And I don't think anyone can top that just anytime soon. Yeah, sobrang hirap nun. I can't even do a handstand. So when I saw Kofi do that, I was like, wow, okay, sobrang legit nito. Yeah. Diba? I mean, Kofi has hops too. Remember that one year where he hopped from the table to the stairs? Ang layo din nun, diba? Pero so, you hop, ano yun eh, uh, isang burst of power yun eh. This one is, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diba? It, speaks, it speaks volumes to how great an athlete is, how great in condition and in shape he is. Also, I just want to throw a special mention to Otis saving Mandy Rose. Because uh, <laughs> I always mention it on this podcast, I don't know why you're going to fall on the wrestlers. But if you're going to fall on Mandy Rose, okay. Lang. Oh, so gets that's, the one, that's the one exception I will make. So good job, Otis. Ayun, gets me na. That's from the 2020 Women's Royal Rumble match. Right. Uh, speaking of the 2020 uh, Royal Rumble, I'm going to throw out one of my favorite moments, Edge's return. Uh, in the 2020 Royal Rumble. We talk about it a lot here on the podcast, but as an edgehead, 
and I'm sure Ro will agree because he also loves Edge. Um, it really meant a lot to the fandom when Edge came back, diba? Uh, he was gone for almost a decade. Tapos, meron na mga rumors at the time that Edge might come back, but it was one of those deals that you really had to see it to believe it. And when we saw it, we just lost our minds. Yeah, uh, I was covering the news, right? So I did. I knew that there was talk of Edge coming back, but they hid it really well. Uh, they really kept it a good secret. When WWE wants to, they can keep good secrets, and that was a really good one. And it was just huge because, again, we all thought that this guy was going to die the next time he stepped in, into the ring and took a bump, diba. Right? So the fact that he is in there, fully cleared and fully wrestling, the, doing the Royal Rumble of all things... That was pretty impressive, and that was a good moment for us, uh, major old heads in wrestling. Yeah, and I especially want to call attention to the WWE documentary that came out right after he made his comeback. You know, twenty four, I think it was on the network. You'll find it. They just did a great recap of what Edge had to go through to even be back in ring shape, right? And let alone the the build up to the Rumble where he was hiding in the back, He was just in some. Random office somewhere talking about his journey. It was just, it was a lot. And frankly, before this point, I wasn't that big an Edge fan. But when that happened, I marked out. I just lost it, and I appreciated Edge for the wrestler that he was in that particular Rumble. Yeah, uh, let's also call attention to the date that it happened. Uh, that was the day that Kobe Bryant died. So, like, the sports world was really, really sad. Uh, even people at Skinny Mike's, sure, the Royal Rumble was happening, but people were also kind of talking about shit, but I didn't see Kobe, diba? And for, for like a moment, there was just that pure bliss, that pure joy from people on sports Twitter, na, holy shit, Edge is back, right? So, you know, on, on an otherwise really, really dark day, um, that was something super joyful that kind of offset it just a little bit. Yeah, um, I actually forgot until you brought it up. So that was uh, a good pick-me-up from such a bad day. Yeah, diba? So there. Um, let's go back to Chino um, and let's go through his little list of favorite Rumble moments. So another favorite Rumble moment of mine involves one Santino Morella. Uh, during the then largest Royal Rumble ever, you at the Rumble and Analysis Alberta Del Rio because before Alberta Del Rio claimed that victory, everybody thought Santino Morella was going to win. Yeah. And, and myself included, right? I thought, holy shit, at the moment, Santino, all of a sudden, <laughs> he went from former IC champion to clown to now Royal Rumble winner. And then when Analysis Alberta Del Rio, I was like, ah, too good to be true. I, I don't know why it stuck out to me, but it was just a. The fact that they almost teased us with Santino winning was just enough for me to say, ah, yes, wrestling still needs to be real. It still needs to have some sort of grasp of reality for it to be true. Because he was really good at that teasing the win. Because you never really think he would win. Because he's a comedy character. But oh. when it's time to go down to the wire, his uh, skills actually bring out yung pinaka uh, dramatic. Uh, feeling in, in in that kind of spot. Yeah, uh, Santino does have a knack for it. Like, it's not just that rumble in 2011. He also had that moment in the 2012 Elimination Chamber when he almost became world champion tapos tinalo siya ni Daniel Bryan out of nowhere. So, yeah, he, he does have the talent for it. I, I do remember that happening. Um, I can't remember where I was or kung paano ko napanood yung moment na yon. But yeah, now that you mention it, it does stand out. 
So there, uh, Santino Marella almost winning the 2011 Royal Rumble, also part of our list. We'll go through more of these moments, but first we got to take a quick break and let you know about how you can support the podcast, and you can do so through your online shopping over on Lazada. Right, guys, there's always a sale happening on Lazada. So if you want anything, you're going to have to get it on Lazada. Hashtag Nasa Lazada. And all you got to do to do that and support the podcast in the process is use our affiliate link. And it's podlink.co slash IAM. Podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Let's go through more of our favorite Royal Rumble moments on our list. AJ Styles, yung debut niya, 2016 Royal Rumble. Um, this one, my personal connection din yun uh, sa akin because uh, back in 2016, uh, we were working on the wrestling gods and this was something we talked about and we even made graphics for when we weren't even sure that AJ Styles would actually make the jump to WWE. So the fact that he actually showed up kind of vindicated us. Hindi tayo tanga on TV in retrospect. Yeah, that, that was pretty good. Um, I had faith because when you talk about these things, a lot of people like to dunk on wrestling dirt sheets. You know, um, these uh, wrestling journalists, but I, I put my faith in them because I know that a lot of times, not all the time, but a lot of times it comes true. So, yeah, I agree with you. That was pretty vindicating and it was pretty cool that um, AJ Styles did actually show up and, you know, fulfill a lot of Smarks dreams. <laughs> that was a pretty fun moment and that still proved that anything is possible in wrestling. We were talking about the smart Henry days at Skinny Mike's, yung mga viewing parties that, and that was actually one of the few times I was at a viewing party. And I remember when AJ Styles' music hit, and the moment he walked out, everybody in that bar lost their mind. At 6 a.m., don't ka lang nakarinig ng maingay na tao. Ang aga-aga nagwawala yung mga tao sa bar. It was that insane. And I remember an Instagram video of it and people were just marking out so hard. They were doing the hand gesture of AJ Styles. They were trying to copy his look. But they were singing along to the song that nobody's even heard until that point. <laughs> but they were singing along to it. 
because that's how much of an impact uh, pun intended AJ Styles had in in this particular Rumble match. That was a really good moment. You really do miss young fans coming together at Skinny Mike's. So yeah, that's have when that. you. So we're uh, gonna have that soon. Once uh, you know, sooner than later. Yeah, that's when you realize that wrestling really is a spectator sport. have people to share the community with. It's just, it's a big part of the uh, activity. So another favorite Rumble moment of mine is actually, nice spots, or ako, nice spots, escapes, and uh, funny, uh, funny cameos. But I will actually throw out an actual good wrestling moment. And that for me was when Becky Lynch finally won the Royal Rumble. Um, a lot of people might consider her entry into the rubble a little controversial because she stole somebody's slot technically. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the way she got to the rumble was a little messy, but when it actually happened, Pang, we didn't really care anymore. The fact that it happened for me, I actually liked it and I consider it memorable because this was one of the few times somebody was uh, people were able to capitalize on somebody's popularity. But this was the build-up to the Mandarin. This was right after she was able to turn a broken nose into a gimmick. This was after all that momentum that she had behind her pushed her to the top of the Rumble, actually making her win it. And she main event of WrestleMania was a triple threat that nobody really wanted. But then when the rumble happened and when Becky Lynch won, I remember seeing that and feeling damn, she finally did it. She went from being a sub-level NXT wrestler into actually being a main eventer. And that was just a transformation that everybody else wanted to see. I wouldn't say that she was like sub-level, but I see what you're saying here. Now I could probably liken it to Daniel Bryan's rice. The Bayung oh, Rani Becky so yeah, Lynch from fair, yes. uh breaking her nose uh at, at uh, the hands of Nia Jax to all, all the way to the main event of WrestleMania. Sobrang mala Daniel Bryan para ang daming obstacles thrown in her way both in the meta-narrative and in the actual show. So that Royal Rumble win though for me was like uh, mas naging kampante ako na this is gonna happen for Becky as opposed to Bryan who wasn't even in the 2014 Rumble if you remember. Mm. That was why people were mad at that, diba? Mm. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was I was rewatching some clips and parang yeah, sobrang vitriolic. But like the the 2019 uh, Royal Rumble was just full of happiness. And when you think about it, one family lang talaga yung benefit when you like Seth and Becky are married, and it, it, it was really just made for one family. <laughs> so yeah, yeah ang tunay na main event mafia. Seth and Becky, Oligarchs sila. Seth and tunay na oligarchs. Well, Seth and tunay na oligarchs. Well. All right, uh, I'm going to throw out my last favorite um, Rumble moment for this podcast. And I've got to mention Christian. When he returned last year, uh, I, I lost my mind. Because uh, si the next time he would be involved in in-ring action, he might die. No, and, no man. It, it, wasn't that bad. it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they just forced him to retire to avoid the concussion issue. Concussion, yeah. Right. You so he was how... on the no contact list. Yeah, for yeah, years yeah, and years yeah, and years. yeah. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, um, I, I just didn't think it would happen. And see, Christian, di ba? Kaedge si Edge. And, you know, uh, sure, Edge made it happen. But with Christian, wala talagang, wala talagang rumors, walang whispers. Nobody knew that this would happen. And I guess it was different than uh, there were no fans in attendance. So nobody could, like, 
uh, I don't know, hang out at uh, the Thunderdome and say, oh, si Christian lalabas siya, di ba? So w- when Christian reappeared and had that moment that he and Edge got to reunite in the ring, it was so poignant for me as a fan of both Edge and Christian. And siguro looking back, and seeing where Christian Cage is now, it was also, I guess, like a goodbye of sorts. Nah, you know, um, they, they wouldn't be in the same company anymore, and uh, you know, they're gonna go their separate ways. So it was such a meaningful thing to to see um, for me as a wrestling fan, especially now. Now, you know, we're we're getting older in that end. Yeah, um, you mentioned that Christian was as as a huge surprise. It really was because uh, with Edge, we knew that there were he was building up to it. For Christian, because we didn't know at all that he was actually planning to come back, so that was pretty big. Really bad thing that it was in front of no fans. Yes, the secret was kept, but it was a bad thing that there was no one to react in person. So that wasn't major uh, timing for my taste, but uh, good stuff, good stuff. Um, it was uh, again proof that they could still go and they would not be hurt in doing so, and. I mean, he he gets to he gets to end his career the way he wants. Yeah, and if you're talking about uh, people who can still go, just look at where Christian Cage has been in the latter half of her, of his career. Right? he's a former Impact Champion again. Right? Yeah. he's just doing. He's wrestling on AEW now. You know, he's part of he's part of a storyline that still continues to this day. So, if you're talking about people who still have a lot of left in the tank, so Christian is in the most definitely. So yeah, uh, Christian's return, uh, definitely part of our favorite moments in the Rumble. We're down to our last one, and I'm sure if you're listening to the podcast, you're like, oh, what about this moment and that moment? That's what social media is for, all right? You can hit us up on Twitter and TikTok, keep the conversation going at Wrestling2XPod. Maybe we can talk about your favorite moment over there, right? But for now, I'm going to throw it to Ro for the last item on his list. My last item on the list is from the 2020 Rumble, so Mejo Bago. It was Brock Lesnar's monster run in the first half of that Men's Royal Rumble match. So as you could probably tell, I like it when they deviate from the formula. Uh, in so many years, they start the same way. One guy or two guys start the match and then they slowly add up. And then, you know, but this one, Brock dominated the entire first half that it was entertaining to watch and it built up the question of who was going to be the one to eliminate him, right? So that was pretty cool. And that told a more coherent story, a more tangible story than most Royal Rumble matches over the years. Yeah, uh, you know, we, we love our WWE 2K or your SmackDown versus Raws. And I'm sure na, uh, at some point, you probably played the Royal Rumbles, a video game. That you're going to come out at one or two and you're going to see if you can just throw everyone out and then rest every 90 seconds. I don't know if you guys did that, but I did. And so when we saw Brock Lesnar do this in real life, I was like, wow, um, somebody actually dared to do this on actual WWE programming. Holy crap. And yeah. when you think about what Brock did, he eliminated 13 guys in a row. I don't think that record's gonna be beaten. Cause if you add another person to to that, that's fourteen. Include the person actually doing it. That's like half the field. I don't know if anyone's gonna break this run of thirteen straight eliminations or thirteen men being thrown out of of uh, of one rumble. Maybe you know someday they will when they find the next next big thing. So, but for now, Shemper, it's still Brock, and Brock is still their biggest icon right hmm. now. It's a broad breaker. Broad oh, breaker breaks one day. Maybe oh, one day. 
Sure. No, but I, I mean, they didn't just do uh, Brock justice in this match. They also did one hell of a job building up Drew McIntyre uh-huh. in this match. Because it's a big thing that the elimination of Brock Lesnar. And from there, Drew became a multiple-time WWE champion. Something that's been long coming for him. So yep. this just benefited more than one person. It wasn't just Brock who paid off in this rumble. It's just the story of Drew and everybody involved in this arc. Yeah, shout out to Ricochet who actually kicked Brock in the balls before Drew was able to claymore him out of the ring. So yes, that actually happened. So there, uh, that's our list here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Our personal favorite Rumble moments in no particular order. Like I said before, the final item, if you want to add any to the conversation, our social media is open at Wrestling2XPod. Just hit us up on Twitter or TikTok, whether in Facebook or Instagram at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. And if you could do us a solid and subscribe to us on Spotify or give us that sweet sweet five star rating it'll really mean a lot to us it'll go a long long way to show your support for the podcast you can also support the show by uh, doing your online shopping over on Shopee again may sale palagi so uh, if you want to take advantage of that and support the podcast in the process the affiliate link to use is podlink.co slash w9x podlink.co slash the letter w the number 9 and the letter x like always add, type that in your mobile browser at the cart and check out from the app and what you buy will also help us do what we do here in the podcast at no extra cost we'll see you this weekend for our Royal Rumble watch party over on Discord if you're part of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron community again it's patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast and on Thursday night we have our weekly live stream on Kumu that's at 7pm at wrestling wrestling pod and then on facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast and will be joined by Galactic Shark. Yo. He is the godfather of Geek Talk PH and he is also a wrestling fan so we can't wait to break down and predict this year's Royal Rumble Premium Live event. But if you want to chat with us individually on social media and talk wrestling, put it in at Gina Supersized at Rowan War. If you miss Rowan the SHIT, you can hit him up as well at Monday Night Rowan and ITE on Twitter and IGHT on Instagram. And for me, it is at underscore Stan C. Big shout outs and thank yous going out to Babyface producer Gail and the rest of the PNA team. And on that note, please make sure that you stay safe and keep those double masks on. Stay at home unless absolutely necessary. Go get your vaccines and boosters if you can and go out and vote this May because it's important. Alright? Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.